Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this podcast experience you're about to have can be taken to the next level. Join our That Story Show patrons and get bonus audio content for every episode and more at patreon.com slash that story show. This is Dan Lewis, and your ear holes are about to be invaded by That Story Show. Be prepared. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. I left her some guac. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 312 brought to you the week of September 19th, 2019. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. I'm John, and I love being here (laughs) (laughs) couldn't come up with something smart (laughs) that's why we pay you the big bucks john right there i'm intelligent man (laughs) well i'm glad you're here too and i'm enjoying you being here and uh welcome to the show man thank you welcome to your final episode oh (laughs) i had some kid today this week so, and, and just in the PS of their of their message said, please don't vote John off the show. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, buddy. Like I we, voted myself off. We haven't talked about voting you off since David was back. Yeah, and, I think he started it. And that was the joke. Yeah. So I don't know where this kid's at in his listening schedule, but he needs to get caught up. So every now and then. Uh, we always start with an opening story. This one's called A Kid Does Something Dangerous on a Bike or a Boat, You Decide. And it's all in one sentence, and that's why we call it middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. I'm going to take a deep breath. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> hey, John and your friend. I'm sorry, but I do not know his name. I don't listen to for about a month, but I plan to be a comedian very soon in my story for you. This is the first time I tried to ride a mu- 100 milliliter dirt bike, a.k.a. 100 cc. Anyway, so this is the first time I have ever ridden a dirt bike. <gasps> I had to breathe. I had to breathe. 
I'm going on and my dad was explaining how when you imagine you are on a dirt bike and you are revving the engine and you are imagining you are going super fast, my dad explained that that is not how it works anyway. I hopped on the bike and I was running the engine very hard. At this point in time, I weighed about 130 liters and I was 10 years old and I am 11 now and the ride and the dirt bike, well, anyway... <sighs> I got on the dirt bike and I was revving the engine and my dad told me to let go of the clutch very easily and softly, but when you're 10 years old or worse or not in your dictionary for your vocabulary anyway, so I let go of the clutch and as you may have expected with the handle going full throttle as you may imagine, the boat completely flipped upside down and I was laying on the floor. Good thing I had a helmet on my and my dad to help me pick up. Do you want to... 165 liter dirt bike and make a joke about that i don't think the boat like being flipped on its back ha 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 thank you for making the show anything i really like sincerely anonymous oh gosh that was hard wow i applaud you i applaud oh, you thank you thank you in your abilities i mean there was not a single period no, in that sentence not no yet. and i cheated i breathed like three whole times Oh, and I don't, I don't know if I said Lyra or or whatever, but this guy is apparently not from the states, and so I was trying to translate from something to something else. But I don't know if he flipped a motorcycle or a boat because he can't, he can't, he said both. So that's why it was called a kid did something dangerous on a bike or a boat. You decide. But we are equal opportunists, and we love our middle school and and people, and you know they send us stuff in. And we get to read it and kind of make fun of it a little bit. So, because, you know, life is fun like that. Life is fun like that. And I think middle schoolers just like hearing their crap read on the show. <laughs> so, it's, it's, you know, it, the mind of a middle schooler is a unique thing. And yeah. I think when you get to stare into that for a few moments, it reminds us we're glad that we're not in that phase of life anymore. And it gives them hope for the future. Lord, my son is going through sixth grade for the first time and he's coming mm -hmm. home. And some of the days like today are so bad and I think back and I'm, and I'm trying to give him advice and I want to perk him up. And all I can say is middle school really, really sucks, dude. <laughs> it just, it's just the worst. <laughs> oh, it is, there is no other thing and uh, no, uh, no way around it. Middle school is the worst. And, uh, and high school is not much better. I think the worst thing you could tell a kid, is that these are the best years of your life. Because when they start having bad day after bad day after bad day, even a normal <laughs> kid is going to yeah. get suicidal because he's like, this is as good as it gets. Oh, I should quit now. And um, so, yeah, don't tell your kids that because it's not true. It gets better later when you're grown and you have yeah. a, you have your own car and stuff. You don't have to do your homework and yeah, what I'll homework? Tell that to my son though, because I tell him it gets better all the time. Oh man. Well, anyway, we have an email that I want to read before we get to our weekly rewind, and I what? haven't I haven't read an email on the show for a while. I was going back and I was listening through. Oh, <laughs> I think I swallowed a bug. Um, it's the worst. <laughs> <coughs> What's that guy on? Uh, <laughs> on Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah, where he I don't clears know what his, his name throat. is the albino. Yeah, he clears his throat. He's like, don't even think about trying to escape. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, um, I, I've been listening back to the first few episodes of the show, and we used to read uh, email from people. And so I said, you know what? Yeah, let's not, do that. Not story, but just like an email. Yeah. Just like a, so yeah, that's cool. this, well, is an, this is an email from Jane 
up de graf and i know i butchered that that last name and i am well known for it up de graf i the d is silent maybe uh, it's just up graf up graf up up i don't know up graf i'm gonna say up graf up graf yeah up 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 graf i say like jojo up up de graf up your graf Uh, (laughs) i says (laughs) i've been listening to that story show for about a week now ah crap i ticked her off already Uh that's she hasn't listened long enough for me to pick on her uh oh sorry she said i started with the latest show and i've been working my way backwards well that's one way to do it i'm a mom by the way we need more women representation on this show well you keep listening because not only are you correct but we do have women on the show. It's not my fault if all, all none of the women listen to this show. But we do have a except lot of for, say what couple except for a couple. So, you know we do got a lot we of have ladies. a lot of women that listen to the show. I, I, I we don't have a lot of women on the show, and that's honestly because I don't know a lot of women. I'm a married man. <laughs> And I don't know that many. I mean, they know me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It's <laughs> the first time I've used your line. Anyway, <laughs> they are 13 and 10, my two boys. And I have another boy in my life. He is taller, older, and has been married to me for 20 years. Oh, my. <laughs> Whoop, no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There it is right there. Um, I, I, however, he has the sense of humor of a 13 year old. Well, th- th- we all do. All of us boys do. We're just older yeah. boys. Uh, just trapped in these old bodies. Yeah. I mean, some adults act like they don't remember what being a kid was like. And I think some of them do forget, but when you still have kids in your house, it's impossible. Especially if they're boys, unless you're Mr. Banks from Mary Poppins or something, then because he forgot totally but he forgot everything didn't he and his son did the same thing when she returned yep yep not a bad movie i've been listening to the podcast in my car and we are currently on episode 296 where john talks about the ssid lemon Hmm. do you remember that i don't i don't even (laughs) ssid i don't remember i don't i don't i'm thinking that SSID as far as like a Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. But I don't remember. I bet lemon. you, I bet you, uh, I bet you found an SSID that was lemon flavored or something. I don't know. It, it is weird. I don't listen to our own show uh, very much. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> people remember stuff <laughs> like, like right now, the big thing on online. And even for me is people are wanting to know, first of all, where, which episode had the other Dunder song in it the first time? And then secondly, which episode has uh, Lemons Lemons in it for the first time? And I don't know right. the answer to that. I'm in the, I'm in the process of building, with the help of several of our listeners, a, uh, an episode index uh, or a guide that's going to help us to be able to search those things and answer those questions. Um, and matter of fact, I'll use this opportunity to say, listener, if you want to help in this process, it, it involves listening to episodes and writing timestamps and anything of note. Like if it's the first time we said Lucy or, you know, just different memes that have carried on throughout the years. Yeah. If you want to help with that, email me 
at james at nlcast.com and I'll get you on the mailing list and we'll give you some episodes to go through. Um, I've got about six folks that want to help out right now and they're all ladies except for one. So yay ladies and boo dudes. So anyway, he's, she says, I have to get to the story about lemons, but I have heard it referenced several times because she's going backwards. Next thing I know, my 10 year old in the back seat starts yelling lemon, lemon. Maybe my meme sharing YouTube making steam by an internet guru has been, have seen the meme that you've referenced, or maybe he has <laughs> been in the car enough to know that the thing is on your show. So no, it's not a meme. Uh, it's, it's definitely a show meme, not a internet meme. So he, he, if he's yelling it, uh, it's from here is she says, or maybe he has been in the car. Yeah. Yeah. We read that. Anyway, I thought you'd appreciate my 10 year olds outburst of lemon lemon. Well, once you get to the proper episode, you'll find that it's lemons lemons. Lemons, and, lemons. Yes, and and there's a reason. Um, now, if you'll excuse me, I need to hook up this lemon, lemon meme. I need to look it up. Jane, <laughs> Jane from Noblesville, Indiana. P.S. I have a bat story to share with you sometime. Yes, please send it in. P.S.S. I also love the fact that your meetup was called NarthexCon. Uh, it totally cracks me up, and I have a story about the word Narthex as well. And we welcome those. And I can't, yes. I can't wait till you work your way backwards enough to know why we call it NarthexCon. Because that's a whole thing. I would suggest, though, this is just me, but go back to the beginning and listen to them in order. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be like a different kind of story. Reading a book chapter by chapter from the back to the front. Or, yeah, to the front. It's just it's not right. So it's kind of uh, daunting, though, when you look at it. I mean, it is something episodes in. That's gonna that's gonna take a while. It is. It's a it's a job. But if you're gonna do it and you're doing it backwards, you might as well do it forwards. Um, cause they, yeah, that, you can binge listen. I'm going to tell you why, because they, if you go backwards, they're going to get worse. <laughs> if, if you start at the beginning, it, they do get worse after a little while, but then they start getting better. And, uh, so anyway, that's all I'm saying. It's <sighs> good. It gets good. Man, it's I did, like- I did a lot of work on, uh, the episode guide this week. And I got all of the uh, hosts for every episode um, and guest hosts uh, listed out for 311 episodes. And I started working on the timestamps. I know. It took forever. And I started working on the timestamps for uh, the different stories and the different segments for the first two episodes as an example. And I hope folks will chip in. And help us uh, get those timestamps because that way folks can search the website and uh, mm. and 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 if I get some sort of online database, you'll be able to hunt in there for story titles or uh, names of people that wrote sent in stories or even your name because um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put people's names in with their stories uh, oh, cool. and, and you'll have a complete searchable database. You won't have to say what what episode was my story on three years ago. You'll be able to type it up and pull it up and it'll be something cool. So and it will be a part of NL cast history. That's right. You'll be history. Yeah. You'll be history. Oh. You'll be history. Tone, <laughs> tone, tone is everything with the English language, isn't it? All right. Mm. Time to rewind the week. All righty. All righty. All righty. Well, I'm going to go first because mine is the most blasphemous. <laughs> And, okay, and that, uh, any listeners we have after mine, 
um, will really enjoy yours because yours is sure to be holy and pure. Okay. Mm, so okay. Uh, I'm reading Harry Potter to my son. Um, we are in the sixth book, I believe. It's called The Half Blood Prince. And John, you don't know anything about Harry Potter. Um, so I'm no, kind of, not really. Yeah. So my I'm. Son's I'm, read them all, but I haven't. Okay. So he knows. But there's this there, in, the, in the part of the book we were reading, um, they go into a pensieve, which is a memory device. And they follow this man in his memory to this family that speak parcel tongue. And, and, and it's like these, this white trash group of, uh, it's a dad and a son and a daughter, and they speak parcel tongue to each other. And, and, and parcel tongue is snake language in the, in the book. Like you can talk to snakes and, oh, um, that's and, cool. Yeah. It, well, it's usually reserved for dark wizards. And so mm-hmm. that's that's what these guys are. They're they're just they're they're gross and and trashy and they're white trash dark wizards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what they are. <laughs> in this one that's book, like I got a funny image in my mind of that. Yeah, they live in a shack and a bunch of trees and <laughs> and they and they have yeah their eyes point different directions and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> they're all inbred and everything. Hey, y'all, get me yeah. get me one of them things over there, Ex- right there. Except they're British. I'm going. I'm back. Catch me a spell, there, buddy. No, <laughs> wait. What the heck was I'm, that? I'm about to catch me a spell, there now, one. You know, something like that. I, I would imagine. But anyway, <laughs> my point is, we were reading this part, and and uh, parcel tongue in the in the movie. You never can hear it in the book, obviously, but in the movie, it's like it's kind of like whispering weird words. Okay. So mm. now that I've led up to that and we've, we're done reading for the night, it's time for prayers. And this is, the, this is the blasphemy part. So my son happens to be stretching as he starts to pray. And he always <laughs> says the first few words. He always says, dear Jesus, thank you for this wonderful day. That's what he said since he was three years old. And he starts, he's stretching and he goes, Dear Jesus, thank you for this. And I said, stop it. You're praying in parcel tongue. And I just grabbed him and shook him and tickled him and threw him around the bed. He's like, no, it was an accident. I say, that is blasphemy. I can't even handle that. No praying in parcel tongue. And he was laughing so hard. And I was looking around my shoulder for the devil. And uh, he never showed up. So (laughs) we survived. I don't know. He sure enough was, dear Jesus, just stretching and yawning kind of at the same time. And I was like, (laughs) no, no, no parcel tongue prayer. So evil children. (laughs) That might be the episode of the show. Parcel tongue prayer. Parcel. Praying in, you know, in our denomination, we, we, we have, we, Praying in tongues. Yes, I yes. I think praying in parcel tongues is, is I, I part of it. I don't think that would count. Yeah. You'd get kicked out of church in a hurry. Yeah. They'd ask you not to come back. They would. <laughs> can't speak in parcel tongues. In our, you can speak in regular well, tongues, well, plus, what would, tongues. Well, what, what, what message would a snake give a church anyway? Like, uh, please, um, please eat look, the fruit. Please. <laughs> <laughs> he already got that message across. I'm he did. Thinking more. He fell for it the first time, take, though. Take, Maybe he'll do it again. Take me home and put me in an aquarium with a warm light. You know, that kind of thing. Please. Hear, all, real mice. hear all my people. 
<laughs> give me <laughs> give me rats to eat. I don't know. I don't know what they'd say. So anyway, we made it past mine. Now let's go to yours. <laughs> Man, I I don't have a good one like that. <laughs> mine was just, was just it just happened last night. So I was stressing. I was like, I don't have a weekly update. And then, then he's <laughs> like, Dear Jesus, thank you. <laughs> there, it's my weekly update. There thank it is. You, son. There it is. A little Satanism. tongue praying, little yeah. punk. <laughs> well, I've got a problem in in my, in my house, and um, I, you know, when I I grew up in Florida, so this was not a big deal. It's not as big of a deal for me. But my wife, it's driving her crazy. Yeah. But for some reason, roaches are like a part of our house now. Yeah, yeah. And like they just, uh, so it doesn't freak me out so much. You know, if I see one, I'll just kill it. Right. But she does not like them. And and she's very serious about selling the house now. I mean, it's just like, I can't live in here. My house has been defiled because these nasty beasts have, have gotten into it. But um it's really weird because, you know, you kind of expect to see them in the kitchen. It's not like we see them every day. We're not gross people that I think. Yeah, I I'm glad of. you said that because I was just thinking you were just making fun of uh, white trash wizards. And you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you might. This guy's got, he's got roaches in his house. He's nasty. Um, yeah, I uh, maybe. I don't know. But but they've been getting in. And, and um, so. So you expect them in the kitchen, but you don't expect them on the second floor in the bathroom. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. And so, not unless uh, they're I climbing would, trees. Those those cockroaches will climb trees, dude. Yeah, but we don't like have trees oh, around our house. Okay, so I, I don't know how they're doing it or where. Well, but. and then what are they in there for? There's nothing for them. You know, there's right. nothing to draw them there. They they go after food or water. Right. And well, I mean, there's water in the bathroom, I guess, around the shower. Or, are they cockroaches? Or are they the little guys? Oh, they're 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 full on. Oh, those uh, things you can't keep them out. If they want to come in, markings. Yeah, yeah, they're coming in. That doesn't mean your house is gross. That means you live in a gross place. <laughs> it's true. I, maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, maybe we just really do need to move. But the other night, I was downstairs, you know, just watching TV or something. And I heard this blood curdling scream and, um, and I was like, what the heck just happened? So I ran upstairs and she's like on the other side of the room. She's like, there's a roach in there. And I gotta be honest. She's, she's very brave. She'll kill them and on stuff, but she hates it. She yeah. hates the sight of them. She hates the thought of them. And, um, the other night I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up the, the next morning and I had a tag. I had a text from her. She said, there's a roach up here. Will you come please get it? <laughs> I slept through it. Oh, and no. I was like, it, when, I, when I finally was able to respond to her, it's real. we don't text each other in the house. We're kind of principled against that. But apparently she had her phone upstairs and I was downstairs. So she texted me and, um, and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't get your text. She said, it took me 20 minutes to find that thing. I'm like, what? It's like, why don't you just go to bed? She's like, I can't go to sleep knowing yeah. there's a living roach in our house. I don't blame her. Um, I, you know, I remember waking up one morning when I was a kid and a, a roach crawling across my chest. I, oh man. I had one on my neck one time and it's just, it's just a crackly thing and you 
you you just learn to reach up there, kind of cup your hand around it, and then fling it away from you. And yeah, <laughs> and in the middle of the night, that's the best you can do. At least it ain't on me. I'm going back to sleep. That's right. Those scratchy little legs are annoying. Ugh, gosh, and they'll fly. Yeah, think, yeah, that's what happened the other night. That's what what when she screamed because she was uh, about to hit it, and that thing flew towards her. Oh. Yeah, I had one go up my pants, my pants leg. I talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, and I had dropped them pants. I'm so glad the kids weren't around because I was naked, man. I just <laughs> I went, I went all the way down. To get rid of no roach in my business. No, roaches no, no. are jerks. They are. They are. Yeah, I, I I've told you we, in Florida we used to live in a little block house, and behind was a giant oak tree with with just literally probably a foot and a half to two foot of leaves around its base and yeah those jokers were always coming in not the leaves the bugs uh underneath the laundry room door and then getting in the kitchen and my wife got the point she was almost catatonic she just would freak out and scream now eventually she became more like your wife where she hated it it was still nasty it was still gross she still had to work up courage but she could take care of it um but but i think it took her longer to i think she got more used to it or it took her longer, I don't know, because I used to stick my thumb in a trash bag and push really hard, and it would rip, and it would turn yep. into the exact shape of uh, of a cockroach. Yeah. And I would put them underneath the, the laundry b- bags and underneath the trash can and at the bottom of the trash can under mm. the bag liner and stuff like that. So if I did that, Amy would know, and she would kill me. Well, that I would be dead. My wife, uh, <laughs> luckily, can take a joke, and it's a good thing because she married a jokester. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it wasn't something that I would do now. But uh, when we were in our twenties, oh yeah, heck mm, yeah. all great. bets off. Or but all I did was go out there and rake those leaves and got them all out from behind there, and kind of we I don't think we burned them, but we moved them somewhere, and uh, our roach problem uh went away it was magical hmm. maybe i should do something like that put some poison that down. and i wrote them a little tiny note and said please uh stop messing with my wife and they signed hmm. yeah sure they said it in tiny little script they're smarter than you think you know maybe i should try that too well, you got to speak in uh rochel tongue and rochel tongue yeah hmm. it sounds like this yeah oh, that's that's bad yeah it's hard that, that- it's a hard language that's hard. I yeah. I don't. I don't know. If I'll try that. <laughs> I think I'd rather learn Latin. No, just next time you see one, just bend real close. I promise. Just go. Mm, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll put it that. right up to my mouth. Yeah. So I can. Speak and and right you have to speak. Tiny you have ears. to open your mouth nice and wide and and just go. And just see what happens. And if mm. if it flies mm. in and takes flight, um, so be it. It's just it's showing trust. Oh, I think I might vomit. <laughs> I might. I do it. Uh, you know what time it is? It is time for the human lie detector. <laughs> Take it away, John. All right. Well, speaking of vomit, I I, uh, I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to. No, what? I'm gonna gonna go back to the uh, the old school days of playgrounds and funness. Oh. And and speaking of Florida, and you know, remember when we were kids, we had we had merry go rounds, right? Yeah, yeah. You remember the, a merry-go-round? Yeah, the I mean metal I, contraption that you metal, held on for dear life, and you could spin them. And what you get the older kids to spin you when you're younger. Yeah. So this 
this is how it happened for me. Uh, grew up in Florida, as you know, and um, our playgrounds, we didn't have grass. We didn't have, uh, you know, this artificial turf that they put down for kids these days. Our playground was mostly sand. Okay. And it's like just because the Florida sand is just how it was. The grass wouldn't grow on it because there's just a lot of weird sandy dirt. So uh, around our um, merry-go-round, we had this nice little trench from kids running in circles and, and all that stuff. Right. It was it was great. It was a wonderful thing because merry-go-rounds are awesome. And scary but, and dangerous uh, and deadly. But yeah, fun. Yeah, probably deadly. I never knew any kid that died. No, on on America round. I've but seen some kids get story. slung off of those things, though, boy. Woo. Yeah, that's scary. But we 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 didn't hook motorcycles up to the merry go rounds like some of those non <laughs> some idiots do now. Yeah. Some of those parcel tongue speaking, you know, <laughs> dark wizards did. Uh, so, anyways, th- we have a boy in our class. His name was Tony, and Tony was just a rascal, and um, he was always goofing off in class. He's like the class clown. And, um, you know, he loved his, his snack time too. He'd always bring the, the best snacks and he'd, he'd be the kid that you'd go to, to trade, mm. you know, whenever you, you know, you, Hey, what you got in your lunch? So he would be the kid to go to. He always had the good stuff. Anyways, he it was after lunch and, uh, it was playtime. We finished our lunch outside. We had our lunch outside and we went to the merry-go-round and this kid who's usually jolly and, you know, crazy wild and kid, he's a little bit quiet. Uh, at this time, but we all decided we were going to hit the merry-go-round and do a few rounds. And we had some of the older kids, they were doing the spinning and our merry-go-round had bars that went up around the peripheral. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you had bars that you'd hold on to people who would spin, they would grab those bars and spin them. Well, what we used to do is we would sit not with our legs hanging over the edge of the merry-go-round, but just kind of crisscross applesauce. Yeah. And then we'd hold on to those bars and so the bigger kids, they were spinning us around, round, 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 round. And uh, Tony, who was quiet, apparently he wasn't feeling too good that day. And the merry-go-round after lunch kind of just sent him over the edge. So <laughs> because we were facing outward, centrifugal force would bring everything that's inside of you right. and spew it around. So all the big kids who were uh, spinning us, they they had a nice... <laughs> Shower. Vomit colored streak across their bodies. Uh, <laughs> we must have been going at least 200 miles an hour. Uh, and uh, as the, the merry-go-round comes down to a slow pace, you just hear these kids shouting and yelling, what was who did that? And, uh, and Tony just sitting over there with this uh, sad look on his face, mm. but a relieved look at the same time that we finally had stopped spinning and, uh, he had lost his lunch. Okay, so uh, you have told a story, and it is either a lie or a truth, and it is up to me now to determine yes. if it was a lie or if it was the truth. I get to ask you three questions. Mm-hmm. You um, can. So can you elaborate on the look and feel of the young man after the merry-go-round stopped? The look and feel. Yeah, of him? yeah. You you said he just had a frown on his face. Tell me, tell me more. Okay. Well, there's a little bit of vomit coming off of his lips. You know, like usually happens. Uh, his his 
brown eyes were a little bit uh, gray underneath them, like, you know, when you're not feeling good and a little motion sick. Uh-huh. Um, his eyes were twitching a little bit back and forth because, you know, when you, after you get off of a merry-go-round, you're kind of still dizzy and all that stuff. Right. And uh, he's a little slumped over, but he's still hanging on to the side of the uh, merry-go-round bar. Okay. And uh, how many older kids were turning? You know, how, how many got probably blasted? Like the fifth grade class. Now, this is a small private school, so um, or Christian school. Uh, and so, like fifth grade, probably, I don't know, 10. There wasn't all of them. It's probably five or six of them. But how many got splattered? Everybody that was in a oh. three foot radius of the <laughs> merry go round. Because, you know, once it starts coming out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many rotations we were in while it was a vomit cyclone, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I am going to ask you one more question. I think I still have one more. Yeah. You, you um, got one more. Uh, hmm. What color was it? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, a yellowish, uh, murky translucent i think there were some like little orange pieces in it because you know we always had oranges in florida okay you said he had the best snacks though an orange doesn't sound like a best snack to me well he'd have the most snacks oh. i'm sure there's some little debbies thrown about in there i think i'm ready orange. to determine whether it's a lie or truth it sounds like the truth it does it Dumb. sounds legitimate but I think what has happened here is we have taken a story and we have morphed it and changed a few details to make it uh, better than it was otherwise. I believe there was a kid that was on a merry-go-round. I believe a kid that would get off of it and throw up. But I do not believe in the centrifugal force aspect <laughs> of your story. So I am going to have to... I may be completely wrong. I am... Just going on deduction here, I'm going to have to say that I do not believe this, that you are lying to me. Hmm. Well, I would love to tell you that this story is true, but you are correct. (laughs) It is not. Yay! (laughs) I'm not a good liar. That was a good one, John. It really was. I'll tell you what did it for me. It was the fact that you didn't mention that it hit the 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 merry-go-round, that it went vertic, you know, horizontally out and sprayed like it was under so much pressure that it wasn't down the front of his shirt, it wasn't down on the metal in front of him on the play merry-go-round. There was just Hmm. that missing detail that I thought you would have mentioned. That, you know, he only had a little bit coming down his face. That was the thing. Everything oh. else was totally real. And I was about 50% sure and acting like I was 100% sure. So, yeah, you're, you well, you did good. I was I surprised. I tried to set that up by, by that whole story about us facing outward on, on the merry-go-round. I know, I know. I we held know, on to the bars facing out. I was just case. like thinking, even, even, you know, at a spiral, it's going to come out 
Like say ah. you're turning them left, it's gonna it's gonna trail on the left side Going of the across. face. Yeah, you know, good point there. <clears throat> it, and it's not gonna project that far unless it was just a, I mean, freaking exorcist puke. I just didn't. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't get my uh, physics right, did I? That's that is right. Sad. That that was the only thing. It was it was just the lay of the land, the lay of the puke. Uh, but you did good so good, call. John. Good Thank job. You are thanks. I. I, I, I don't know if it's a compliment or not, but man, you're becoming a great liar. <laughs> <laughs> so. About the fact that it's not a truth. Oh, man. <laughs> well, now let's do the uh, quiz nose because we quiz what you knows. <laughs> Woo! All right, John. Woo! I got a great quiz for you today. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Now, this is not the kind of quiz actually that you're going to have a right or wrong answer to. Uh-oh. Um, this is, this is a good quiz. I think you're going to like this. So okay. I'm going to ask you some questions All right. and you're going to give me the answers of what, uh, oh, what man. your preference is. Am I, or am I? And, uh, at the end of this quiz, we're going to know a little bit more about you. Uh Oh, all yeah. right. All right. Well, it's, it's live to hard drive, but it's not live to the internet. So, uh, if you, if you, <laughs> if you learn too much of the wrong thing, I'm going to edit it. <laughs> Okay. 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 All Sounds right. good. All right. Now, the 80s were great. We grew up during them. We loved them. Yes. And uh, there was a lot of great movies that came out in that time. That I I'm saw none you- of. Mm, you, out of the four here, I'm okay. sure you've seen at least two of them. Okay. So, of these four movies, which one would you say was your favorite? Oh. Oh, so this is a okay. get to know you quiz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of get to know you. All right. Uh, would it be Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, God, no. A Nightmare on Elm Street? No, 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 no. Pretty in Pink? Uh-uh. Or Star Wars? Star Wars. Easily. Yeah. See, I could have answered that for you. Pretty in Pink was too old for me at the time. I, when, I, I consider the 80s 1985. Yeah. And I was, I think I was 12 at the time. And uh, it was just right in there was the best of it. And uh, yeah, Pretty in Pink, I missed that. I was too 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 young. Yeah, um, we weren't coming of age when that movie no, came out. No, and I didn't see a scary movie or even a hint of it until uh, middle school. And mm. um, I never saw a Freddy Krueger movie till I think I graduated high school. <laughs> okay. So it, it, Star Wars, I saw Out of Order. I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater, and my mom said it was demonic because of Jabba the Hutt. What? Yeah. Jabba of all things. Of all things. Of all the things. There's a half-naked Leia stringing around everywhere, but no, that, 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 you know, that guy, she couldn't Uh, handle uh, him. uh, uh, It's all solo, you know. So, no. Star Wars, definitely. But I never saw Star Wars. I'd never seen it. I just loved it. I loved yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. I had, I've told you many times that I had figures and I wanted to collect them and all the kids at school would talk about them, but I didn't know. I thought Ben Kenobi was the Jawa's dad. Right. right. You know, I thought R2-D2 was a canon. You know, we uh, talked about this on, on a podcast that we did recently uh, called the Neverland podcast, and I went through the whole thing. I thought C three PO was like a DJ because he had a record on his belly, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought the Conk Bot was uh, a Coke machine. 
and yep. and and a and a droid that that was obviously actually a medical droid with a bunch of arms. I thought he was a, a gas station. So I played mm. completely different. I even had the Hoth playset that had the exploding um, uh, parts, the the bridge that would cave in and stuff. I had I had the Wookie with C three PO in parts in a backpack on his back, and had no clue why. What? But I just thought it was cool that you could take apart the the DJ and stick yeah. him in a backpack. Yeah, stick him in a backpack and put him on the hairy guy's back. Eh? Yeah, hairy guy. Didn't know, didn't know their names. I knew Luke Skywalker, and I knew that he had a lightsaber in his arm and a little tab, and you could push yep. it out. Slide that Joker yep. right on out. And I and I had the cheap cheap ones, the ones that were left over. So I didn't have Luke in his white outfit, you know, or even Leia in hers. I had Leia in her Hoth outfit, ah. and I had Luke in his uh, uh, fighter pilot outfit. So that was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm surprised that Indiana Jones wasn't on your list. I didn't see Indiana Jones until I was like in seventh grade, and it was at school, okay. and it scared the crap out of me. It was Temple of Doom. Oh, that one was a scary. And it well, it changed my life. Like it, <laughs> it, it literally. They played that at your school? Yes. Oh, wow. I, my mom would have died if she had known I was watching it. And there's the part. Where he's like, Kalima, and he's going to reach in yeah. and grab the dude's heart out of his chest. And I closed my eyes yep. and I heard all the sound effects and the screaming and all this. And by the time I opened my eyes, he was burning and, and the guy's heart was on fire in the guy's hand. And I just imagined this hand going in the chest and ripping out and the mm. guts and the blood and all this. And then I get in high school and I go to watch it and I keep my eyes open and I'm waiting for that part, that gross, super gross part. And the guy puts his hands to his chest. Then it cuts to the dude's face. And all you hear is sound effects. They don't show it. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my imagination was so much worse than the reality Man. of what it was. But, yeah, that one was a rough movie. Yeah. I still don't like that one. I wasn't allowed to see the second one. And it was years, you know, I I probably was in high school before I actually saw the Temple of Doom. My favorite's but, uh, the third one. Easily, yes. Oh, we named the dog Indiana. Yes, Junior. So, Junior. Um. So, yep. So, okay. So, Star Wars is the answer to your first. Yeah. Question. Sorry, it took ten minutes to answer it, but yeah. Hey, this is this is all about getting to know you. All right. Question number two. Um, you and your friends are a close knit group, right? How would they describe you? Would uh, they describe you as, as of right now? Right now. Okay. Okay. Quiet, giving, kind, skeptical, loyal, or determined. Oh, my gosh. Would your friend group describe you as quiet, giving, kind, skeptical, loyal, or determined? Mm, I would have to say a cross between skeptical and loyal. Okay. <laughs> If well, I, I'm part of the friend group, and I think if those are my choices, I'm going to say loyal. Okay. What would because you I, say? Gosh, well, you're pretty kind. <laughs> Am I really? Am I, I really, so. John? You're a poo-poo face. How's that for kind? Well, you're definitely not quiet. <laughs> no. So, uh... <laughs> maybe determined maybe that's you yeah. <laughs> determined determined to be a butt that's me 
Uh, oh, I'm going to say loyal. Yeah, I am pretty loyal. If I if I like you, I, I will stick up for you, and I will I will I got your back. You know, I ain't talking trash about you. Yep. No, let's go with loyal. I like that one. Okay, I think that works. Good. I made it up myself. I that's loyal why I decided about work. myself. So I don't think yeah, it counts. But self awareness is a good thing these days. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, what uh, what piece of clothing could you never live without? Oh boy. All right. Is it sunglasses? A oh. Cozy sweater. Ugh. Your bandana. Nope. A baseball cap. Mm. A party dress because you like to feel pretty. Oh yeah. Or just a classic T-shirt. I could never live without a T-shirt because that's what I wear every single day. Is a T-shirt every with a reference single. on it. Yep. I think that that's what I would uh, give Close to you number well. two would be a hat because some days in the morning when I got to drive the kids to school, my hair is a mess and, a, yeah. and I put a cap on so I don't look like I just wa- you know, got in a fight with a bear and, <laughs> and for some reason he only fought the top of my head. So Yeah, while you're asleep, right? Yes, and I didn't notice for some reason. So I, yeah, I don't have that problem. Yeah, that's true. Man. I'm never going to go bald. Yeah, good. No, well, I, I hope you don't. I, I have so much hair, and it's not even hardly gray. It's just little speckles around the, the ears, like Mr. Fantastic. Maybe that should hmm. be my nickname now, Mr. Fantastic. Well, it's Mr. interesting that you ask, because this next question is about a superpower, Mr. Oh, Fantastic. okay. If you had one, what would it be? Would you prefer telepathy? Telepathy? Sorry. Telepathy. Regeneration, mm. invisibility, mm. telekinesis, super strength, or the all classic flight. Oh, that's hard. That's so mm-hmm. hard because um, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, invisibility would have been number one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Why? Every, Why every red blooded American man would choose invisibility. <laughs> um but these days i would either what was it super strength or flight i would Mm -hmm. i would i i don't know all right i'm just gonna paper rock scissors uh no i can't do that to myself um (laughs) because i know which one i'm gonna throw you can eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Can I talk about it though? If I was going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'm going to say uh, uh, flight. Flight. Yeah, and not for the reason you think. I have a lot of stairs in my house, and my knees are <laughs> bothering me. And if I could hover just about three inches off the ground and just kind of skip those stairs, that's what I was Dr. thinking. Dr. Manhattan it. Yeah, if I had strength. But I still had the same joints. <laughs> it wouldn't do me much good. So mm, that's a good thought. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to go with flight. It would be okay. nice to be able to slip under the covers, w- and and the man under the bed couldn't get me. You know, kind of thing. I could just hover from the front from the door all the way and slide under the covers, all all cool. That would be pretty awesome, actually. And, and yeah, if my back was hurting. I could just bend in the whatever direction I need to go and just hover there. It would be great. Hmm. <laughs> Such a sad reason to want to fly. <laughs> so, well, so old, like an old man's dream. 
I want to fly. I want to fly so I can avoid pain. <laughs> but maybe the invisibility would be fun too. But you didn't put web shooting in there, and that one, you know, I know it's not a superpower because he he made the ability, you know, he he created right. that. But I swinging unless you're Toby McGuire, then you yeah, apparently true. Swinging though like that would be so amazing. So yes, that would be pretty awesome. Which, by the way, that is a, a, an awesome game. Uh, the Spider-Man one. I can't. Yeah, I, didn't, I haven't played I it because I don't have the latest generation consoles. Mm, sorry. It's okay. All right, next question, number five. Wow. Besides the leftovers you take from the dinner table, what do you like to snack on? Not leftovers. Would it be a nice board of cheese? Blech. Uh, gummy uh, sharks and bears and mm. gummy things. Mm-hmm. Some buttery waffles with uh, with, with syrup. For a snack? No. For a snack, yeah. Or uh, or uh, pudding. 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 Um, I'm on a keto diet right now, so I'm not allowed to have sugar. But let's mm. just pretend that there's no rules. I would definitely have to say gummy sharks and gummy worms. Those are my one of my favorite kinds of candy. Anything mm. that has that that chewy resist resists your your bite kind of thing going on, like Mike and Ike's or yeah. or uh, dots in those little boxes that come oh, in. Oh man, those things. Yeah. Pull your teeth out of your head. Oh, I love those things. <laughs> the staler, the better. Twizzlers, not not the soft pull and peel. I want the original ones that you have to yes. tear through with your teeth. Yeah. Red twi- red vines. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. So um turn them into a straw. Gummy stuff, definitely. Okay. Gotcha. All right. This next question you might have to really stretch on because I, I know you didn't and I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons, but... Right. I had friends that did, though. I think, you know, just being gamers, we could probably come up with an answer for this, but uh, we're about to begin a 10-hour D&D campaign with our friends, and we need to make a decision. Which class do you belong to? Mm -hmm. Are you a cleric, a paladin, a fighter, a ranger, a sorcerer, or a druid? What about a rogue? That's not one of the options. A rogue would be most like what? A fighter? No, rogues are sneakers. They come up behind you and attack you from behind, and they have stealth capabilities, and they can pick mm. your pockets and stuff like that. I always played that in WoW, in World of okay. Warcraft. But what what were they again? Cleric, paladin, a fighter, a ranger, a sorcerer, or a druid. Which one of these do you imagine would be the least amount of study involved to become good at? said class <laughs> that's i don't know uh i'm thinking warrior oh the fighter fighter yeah yeah they're the ones that get all the aggro and the, yeah i'll just be the tank i'll sit there with a sword of of something and beat the smack out of everybody while everybody else attacks them too okay it's not what i would play in wow i'd play a rogue but anyway yeah gotcha all right, question number seven. Okay. Got to pick a pick a song, a retro song to jam out to. Okay. And some of these I don't know. So uh, White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Mm-mm. Heroes by David Bowie. Uh, should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash. Mm-hmm. Should I Stay or Should I Go? I know that one. Yeah. Um, Beat It by Michael Jackson. Ooh, yeah. 
Don't Stop Believing by <gasps> Journey <gasps> or Africa by Toto. <gasps> Africa. 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 Okay. Easy, man. You almost had me with 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 uh beat it and then and then you said what was the next one after that? Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. I love that one, but yeah, just a small town girl. Oh man, that's but, a good one. Yeah, but at, uh, the rains down in Africa—that's my jam right there. That's a good one. Love that's it. a good one. Yeah, when you can turn that into a, a question and a Q and A with a, a missionary from Africa, that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did so it too. Plus the rain down in Africa. <laughs> I did it. How does it rain down in Africa? Do you guys, when it comes, do you bless it? all right next question now this one might be uh you might have to think of a tv show for this but the demogorgon yeah is coming Uh oh and it's your job to fight it what do you choose for a weapon oh pee your mind a gun (laughs) hairspray flashlight a baseball bat never steered me wrong or a slingshot okay you go through them again your mind a gun hairspray, a flashlight, a baseball bat, or a slingshot. All right, is my mind meaning I have mind powers or am I just got to talk my way out of this mess? I'm going to say that you're relying on your mental capabilities to Oh, to just get out. Shh, no, no way. Jose, I'm dead. I'm dead. Soon, <laughs> soon as I try to think about what's going on, I'll be halfway down his digestive system. Uh, and my brain will be the last thing down there because it'll start from my feet and I'll have plenty of time to think of an escape plan <laughs> as he's eating me toes first. Um, I'm <laughs> probably going to have to go with a baseball bat um, uh, soaked in urine. Okay. Um, the urine I know wasn't an option, but I'm going to pee myself. and uh, That bat's going to be close it's, by. I'm going to have it right down there waiting you know, and uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get splattered. Maybe, hopefully, the Demogorgon with his wide open mouth gets really grossed out by hitting being hit by a a pea bat. So, okay, yeah, I, I would have chosen a gun, but that's that's okay. That's okay. But I don't think Demogorgons die with guns. I I don't I I don't I I think a good bat because with a gun you got like what eight shots. And they put these little piercing little holes mm. through them. These things can grow from nothing. I don't know, man. I got to beat the crap out of him. I just, okay. bam, bam, satisfaction, you know? Just boom, <laughs> boom. Hands-on That's approach. Scary. Dagging well, I got four more questions for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. sorry. I, I apologize. There's it's okay. Questions. We're getting to know you, though, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're love. I can't wait to find out uh, what what you are at the end of this quiz. Oh, so, it's, there's a there's a, a grade on this maybe oh you didn't tell me that now i'm nervous yeah, i didn't want to stress you out sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right we know you'd never confuse a hobbit with the lord of the rings a hobbit with so, the lord of the rings okay yeah who is your favorite tolkien character galadriel pippin aragorn frodo Gandalf or Sam? Gandalf. Gandalf. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's who I would pick too. Aragorn second, but yeah. Not Mr. Frodo. Eowyn. Eowyn is Eowyn's my favorite, but because she's the she's the I I am no man. Uh, That's her that finally kills Sauron at the end. But 
Right. I'm no man. Because no, no man can kill him. Yeah, Eowyn. So. Besides a totally creepy monster, what are you most afraid of? Oh. Mm. Uh, deep water? No. Isolation? No. The dark? Mm. The government? Mm. Heights? Mm. Or rejection? Heights. Heights? Heights, man. Okay. Oh, it's the worst. I'm not a big fan. You've gone up in that arch thing, though. Yeah, but I felt safe. As long as I'm enclosed, I'm fine. But if you talk about going up a ladder or mm, being okay. on something like the edge of a cliff that could just cave out from underneath you at any moment, um, mm. I, I'm I'm a mess. Oh, yeah. trying to climb a rock wall, even with a, a harness and everything. No stinking way, dude. Can't handle it. Okay. I get up about seven feet and I'm done. Hmm. Well, I'm not a big fan of heights either, but uh, I, I I won't go up in the... And as scary. far as rejection, I do a podcast, man. You know how many people don't listen to my show? There's millions. Five, there are millions six. of people that don't listen to my show. Millions, I tell you. Wow. Now that kind of scares me. <laughs> but that's okay. That made you insecure. Sorry. Oh, we're back to the Demogorgon. Oh, He's boy. right around the corner. What you going to do? Oh, what's he going to scream? Yes. Run away? Yes. Quick, I know a hiding spot? No. Uh, try to reason with it? Oh, sure. Get my gun ready? Oh, I didn't have a gun from the first one. <laughs> or stand and fight, of course. Oh. Oh, I would have to stand and fight, even if it killed me. You're not going to scream or run away. You're just no, going to fight. I'm going to have to fight it. I, I, especially if there are people with me, because they got to get away. Even if okay. I just slow him down a little bit, I got to sacrifice. Mm, it's just man. A, I, I got to fight him, man. I. All right. Well, what quality do you look for in a friend? Are you looking? Because I would just get ticked off at him. Just like you're scary, and I hate you for being scary. I'm not going to be scared of you, and I'm going to die for it. But it's a principle that we're talking about here. You're going to have a bat, so I'm yeah, going to get some satisfaction hating right. the Demogorgon. With my P-bat. So. Your P-bat. All right. What kind of quality do you look for in a friend? Because, you know, those are the qualities that are going to be running away while you're protecting am, them. Am I filling in an online dating profile? You better, hey, no. Okay, hey. you better not get me in trouble. I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you yeah, look I'm for in a woman? creating a Tinder account for you here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You've got 27 matches so far. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thank you. My marriage yeah. is over. Now, what, <laughs> what, what qualities do I look for in a friend? Okay. A quality. Yep. Resourcefulness, strength, kindness, honesty, wisdom, or realness. Realness. E realness. Easy. Easy peasy. I mean, honesty and realness go hand in hand, though. Wouldn't you agree? Because uh, you got to be re yeah. honest to be real. Well, you could be honest and fake because you could be a robot that's programmed oh, whatever. for I'm just saying there's a link there. <laughs> I think you're right. Realness, man. All right, number 13. This is the last question. What do you think of this quiz? Did you love it? Was it pretty okay or not great? <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> okay. Here is, here's your result. Now, you're going to say, why did I answer all these ridiculous yeah, questions? Yeah, why did for? I answer all these ridiculous questions? Because we want to know what Stranger Things character you are. 
And are you ready to know who you are? I'm the freaking Demogorgon. No. 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 Who am I? You are Mike. 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 I'm the cool guy. I'm the kid that wins the world. Yay. Your commitment to finding your best bud will is unwavering. And you're an amazing friend to have around. That's you're right. You're a natural born leader and always take care of those closest to you. How do they know all this about me? Trust us. The kindness you show to Eleven makes you serious future oh. boyfriend material. Oh, I have, also, I have a girlfriend that became my wife. So it's, yep. it's like it knows everything. And I had a bowl cut like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. It's, I think I remember seeing a picture. <laughs> And you're, here's the last part. Your D&D storytelling is seriously epic. You almost made us want to spend 10 hours playing a game. Awesome. So, hey, I'm a storyteller, too. I, I agree. Yay! You've made so, me a very happy man today, John. No, you. Congratulations. You, you're Mike. <laughs> Thank you. See, you you, you are in big trouble for tricking me, though. <laughs> that was not <laughs> honest or, <laughs> or real. <laughs> <laughs> what you if i'd known that this was a, a spooky quiz i would have been a lot less um real here i am getting down <laughs> dirty with details i'm telling you why i'm afraid of heights i'm because you you built it up like it's let's get to know james let's give it into the mind of james for the listeners <laughs> let's really just go all out and just make this thing a real thing and i'm mike I'm just some character on a daggum show. <laughs> oh, no, not just a character. You're Mike. Oh, my gosh. You're the man. I'm the man. Well. I probably would have wound up being Sal or whatever her name was that got lost in the. Oh, Carol nether. or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember her name. Barb. Barb. Thank Barb. you. There you go. I would have wound up being Barb. <laughs> It still stinks that they never went even to look for her. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just assumed, even by the w- viewer, that she's just dead. Nobody else died going in there. Why would she be dead? You know, it, it's, I think she's still wandering around in there going, you know, trying to figure out how to make lights flicker and crap like that. <laughs> yeah, I think she's season four. It's going to be all about bar. Yeah. And she's going to be really ticked off at everybody. I'm talking about everybody, her parents, yeah. everything. You kept replacing the light bulbs. Didn't you know I was trying to send you a message? So, yeah. uh, like, couldn't you be crazy? Like, like, uh, Will's mom, dad gummit. Well, mm. that was awesome. And it took forever. So I'm sorry. It's fine. No, it's, it's what the people <laughs> want. Apparently. But now it's time for us to do what we do, and that is listener stories. Is there going to story? All right. This one's called Excessive Force, and it comes to us from Eric Justice from Perry, Florida. It's a long one, so but it has punctuation. So do yes, not fear. Commas and periods. So I was, quote unquote, led to pastoring my first church at 28. If only I'd had that choice to make again. <laughs> But still, I had a better connection with the youth at the time and found myself gravitating toward them, especially during social interaction outside of regular worship services. For example, I would join in watching movies, playing outdoors, playing board games, or whatever the kids were doing, leaving the adults to their mature socializations. And this was always, always the case, especially 
if video games were being played. Guiltily, I have to admit, I was a recovering video game addict who was willing to fall off the wagon every single time, especially since I could justify it with, oh, the kids wanted me to play. (laughs) (laughs) So at least it was that way until this incident. So we arrived at the house of some uh, of our church members for some after church fellowship, as uh, Mm. Brother Smith used to say. Remember our old pastor? The one-armed yeah. guy. <laughs> fellowship. Feller, yeah, that's right. Fellowship, yeah. This particular family had three boys, ages 14, 12, and 6, all of which wanted my full attention when we would come over to their house. The older boys, who were particularly excited this time, they had just gotten a new Star Wars-themed video game, and they knew I was a huge fan. So immediately they called me in, showed me the ropes, and I began battling the minions of the dark side. This particular game had a remote sensor lightsaber that you used, and it was about three feet long, and it created a semi-realistic Jedi experience. Well, cool. Yeah. So the younger of the three boys was really vying for my attention. He had something in his room he really wanted to show me. The problem with this was uh, he would come and stand between me and the game and try and try to tell me to come. Repeatedly, at least five times, he would run into the room right in front of me as I was wielding the lightsaber, and I would accomplish nothing and interrupt he all he would do was interrupt my game which i was really getting into and it almost caused me to swat him as he would step into the field of battle so to speak so Mm. along with his brothers the three of us admonished him that's a pastor word right there admonished him to wait patiently and stop bursting in as i would come see what he wanted to me to see as soon as the game was finished You never heard of the pause button, Pastor? Come on. (laughs) He appeared to receive that. There's another Pastor word for you. He received my admonishment. (laughs) And uh, and he left the room for at least a good five minutes. Finally, I was able to concentrate, and I was impressively handling this lightsaber and racking up a noteworthy score, advancing toward more and more difficult on-screen enemies. Fully enthralled and convinced nothing stood between me and defeating the dark side, I was sitting on the floor of the bedroom, wildly swinging the lightsaber in large swaths, when all at once the six-year-old bursts back into the room and runs right into the middle as I'm swinging the saber in the direction of the door with so much force. Get it? Force. Ha ha. (laughs) It connected with the running child square in the neck between his chin and his chest, and it knocked him backwards a good two feet flat on his back. That sounds like a regular prayer service at my church. (laughs) If the saber had been anything (laughs) other than a dull plastic rounded ball, uh, uh, baton, I am almost certain that I would have decapitated the poor kid. He immediately wells up with tears as he looks at me with shock and panic, and he lets out the most horrific cry I had ever heard. Poor guy, his heart was crushed. He wanted to show you something, and you beat him. So I just want to show you that. I don't even care now. I don't even love Jesus anymore, thanks to you. Um, Before I could even process what had just taken place, the miserable scream of this child causes all of the adults in the house to spring toward the bedroom. His mom, of course, leading the charge, steps into the room and says worriedly, what happened? Before I can even open my mouth, the 12-year-old, hoping to implicate his impatient brother and exonerate his pastor, looks at her and says, Jeremiah wouldn't stop running in front of the TV, so Preacher had to hit him. (laughs) 
That's the logic of middle schoolers right there. <laughs> Preacher had to hit him. Preacher had to hit him. So to he which I chopped him. So I said, um, um, that's not exactly what happened as I looked into the eyes of the disapproving parents and my wife. Let's just say I started hanging out with the adults after this. <laughs> so the youngest boy just turned 16. He and he still loves to hear the story. <laughs> I'm just glad he can still hear. <laughs> she must have cracked him right across there. Yeah. Eric Justice wow. from Perry, Florida. Good job, Eric. Thank you so much for well, sending in uh, this story. Every every one of the, every bit of it. Fantastic. Pastor. Man. Pastor just cross chopped my my children. My um <laughs> my wife used to play the Wii and and she would take a little step forward every time she swung to play tennis. Mm. A little tiny step forward, a little tiny step forward. And so what yeah. I did is I found some Elmo doll that was pretty big and it made noises anytime it was touched. And so I would put it <laughs> on the floor about three feet in front of her and about three feet from the television. So, cause she wouldn't realize she was creeping toward. I didn't want her hitting the TV cause she was right. getting dangerously close. And so she'd be swinging and swinging pretty soon. You hear, you know, do it. Elmo. Can you do it? Elmo? There you go. There you go. Elmo loves playing games. <laughs> so classic. <laughs> but uh yeah so elmo was constantly interrupting gameplay let me just say that right now so. <laughs> oh elmo get out of here <laughs> no step back back <laughs> step back woman step off me <laughs> all right go for it john what do you got all right, we got Prank War, and it All comes right. to us straight from the place of I Don't Know Where by Becca Schwager. 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 That's a pretty cool name. That'll, that's a name that'll beat you up. Like Steinklobber. <laughs> yes. So first off, I just got to say, I just found your channel, and I love it. Awesome. Thanks for bringing some laughs to my workday. Becca, thank you for listening. Absolutely. This is a triumphant moment that will forever be ingrained in my mind. The prank wars of 2010-2011. I lived across the ocean in a, far, in a faraway land on the other side of the world during a few of my high school years. Man, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I was part of a small international high school. And every year we had a retreat where we would all travel as a high school and sit in on talks and messages and the like, you know, like hey, you do. In the first year, did you get to ride across a lake and in some boats? No. Okay. It's not Hogwarts. No. Okay. Oh, did, oh, oh, that's how they got there. Right. Yeah. See, I, yeah. I, it's just, I it's thought just, they all flew in on their cars or something. No, that was, the, that was the next one. That was okay. a different episode, but go ahead. Different, different international school there. Well, of course, with the sexes being separated, we instinctively pitted ourselves against each other. Started with a spark of potential genius. Some girl classmates and I came back from an, a meeting one night to find some boxer shorts hoisted like a flag above our cabin door. And that was just the tip off. When we opened our cabin door to the powerful scent of lemons. Lemons. Honestly, isn't a very bad smell. But... Uh, what we found was a cluster of broke up, broken up lemons, lemons. spelling out the word "high." <laughs> lemons, 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 lemons. There we go. And the lemon juice was clearly squeezed out all over the floorboards. 
I'm pretty sure they put a lemon under one girl's pillow. I approve of this lemon's lemon's plan. This lemon story is quite delicious. <laughs> of course, we couldn't just act like this didn't happen. No, that's not how you do. And naturally, we decided that we would have to one-up them, which is classic when it comes to pranks. Yes. No, we had to surpass them. We had to outdo them. So we had a pitch, a p- <laughs> we had a pitch, a pitch meeting. meeting. <laughs> I could just see all these girls going, all right, ladies, bring out your best and <laughs> worst pranks. Let's get them together. They've got an easel and they've got uh, foam core boards and they're going through all their ideas. <laughs> no, no, this is terrible, Barbara. This is terrible. Get out of the room. You know. Here, bring back those swatches, though. We want to use them when we're. <laughs> yeah. So they had a pitch meeting and all the girls in our cabin had brainstorming ideas of the perfect prank to pull. The perfect prank. We finally came up with the idea. We would gather up a bunch of alarm clocks, hide them in the boys' cabin and set them to go off early in the morning, but all within five minutes of each other. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is a dastardly plan. Yes, it I is. I love it. I approve. It was a truly... It was truly a deliciously evil plan of payback. (laughs) You give us lemons, lemons, we give you alarm clocks. So we were able to gain the approval of their cabin leader who opened their door for us and looked the other way as duct taped clocks, as as we duct taped clocks under their beds, behind their mirror, on the back of a trash can, etc., etc., The piece de resistance was the note we taped to the first alarm clock set to go off. (laughs) Hickory dickory dock, where is that stupid clock? You've found the one and think you've won, but in fact, it's only just begun. That's some nice rhyme prose That's a good genius stuff there. Yeah, they put a lot into this. Good pitch meeting. Good meeting. Yeah. Girls always come up with really creative pranks. Girls are better than boys. I'll admit it. Boys are like, hey, let's put some dead bat in their room. Uh, Let's hang our underwear over them. Uh." All right. Well, word got back to us that the boys were all lazy and didn't bother (laughs) (laughs) bother searching for the clocks. The girls are too good. They overestimated their enemy. (laughs) These boys are too stupid to even fall for your crap. So (laughs) I can see all the alarm clocks start going off and, uh, she says, this is still very satisfying. Imagine them lying in the bed trying to wait it out. <laughs> hey, guys, another one. I'm <gasps> inside the room, Jeff. Um, is it close enough for you to reach? To I don't care. Go back to sleep. Who's going to roll over? The following year was the best. The following year, the best thing they could come up with was ricing our beds and bags. It wasn't creative, but it was annoying to clean up hundreds of grains of rice from our stuff. I have rice randomly coming out of my duffel bag for a couple years after that. <laughs> Becca. Becca, that was an, a fantastic story. Thank you for sharing they it. They were and undeserving. Say, they were undeserving of your, yeah, that's, that's definitely the truth. Uh, that was creativity and uh, revenge at its best. Absolutely. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. This <laughs> one is a voicemail. It's from Megan Sheridan. And uh, it's about how the show almost killed her. Let's, uh, what? yeah, let's listen in. I'm interested. Hey, James and John, this is Megan in San Antonio, Texas. Just wanted to tell you a story Howdy. about the time that your show practically almost got me sent to the hospital. Oh, no. uh, this year, I was diagnosed <laughs> with a rare fungus infection and had to have part of my lung removed. Uh, oh, well, I'm back at work now. 
and I'm listening to your shows. And I listened to the part where you, James, talk about how you hit Amy with a broom handle and knock her unconscious. <laughs> well, for some reason, I busted out laughing super hard. What do you mean, some reason? I'm still getting used to this happening. What do you mean, some reason? Yeah, that's funny stuff. <laughs> for some reason, I just laughed at it. I don't know. Uh, I, I know what you mean, Megan. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Being only one and a half lungs. And oh, I'm sorry. She said for some reason she's still having to learn how to laugh with one and a half lungs. So that's the ah, part I clipped right. out there. Sorry. What happened was the best way to describe the pain that I had was a Charlie oh. horse in the lung. Oh. And instead of me trying to cry it out, all oh. I could do was laugh even more and make it worse. <laughs> oh. After a while, my boss sees me doing this and I'm practically in tears laughing. And she oh, says, my goodness. Do you need to go to the hospital? Do oh, I need no. to call 911 for you? And I'm trying to tell her, no, I'm good. I just need to stop laughing. <laughs> After a while, pulling myself together, I end up telling my boss, no, I was listening to a podcast. And, you know, it just got me laughing and that pain kicked in. Mm. She was really upset with me afterwards and almost banned me from listening to any kind oh, no! of working. No! But just wanted to share that story with you. Um, thought it was hilarious and that, you know, once more. You shall try to send someone to the hospital. Once more? I don't know. (laughs) What do you mean once more? Do you know something I don't know? I don't think we've ever sent anybody to to the hospital, much less almost to their grave. Megan, you got to... I've had people's listening devices removed for... That's true. That was a long time ago. But yeah. Megan, take it easy, sweetie. We don't want you to, to... break anything we also don't want to not be funny though so right yeah (laughs) so we might change things up let's uh let's try to let's let me i'm gonna try to downplay this next uh story it's called football fall okay nothing funny about this one uh Mm. it comes to us from uh todd from fort worth texas one time when i was a kid my mom had a part-time job doing office work for one of my uncles at a small tree service Seeing that I was too young to stay home and my uncle didn't really care that I was there, I would go hang out and try to figure out some ways to pass the time. This one particular time, I had found a football lying around, so I started playing with it. After a short time of playing catch by myself, I quickly got bored. Yeah, you kind of figure that. And and I started thinking of other ways that I could use the football. I'd been playing with the ball next to one of those old propane heaters that have the little ceramic Mm. tiles on it that heat up when the flames hit it. This comes into play very soon. Now, being the curious kid that I decided that I was, I decided to see if I could stand on the football and balance on it. There's problem number one oh, right there. Man. I was successful for a second. The ball began to roll, and I lost my balance and fell backwards right onto a bolt or that <laughs> was sticking out of the heater. Ugh. The bolt dug about two inches into my body. What? Ugh. Two inches. And it took a nice little hunk of flesh and skin out of my lower back. Oh, because no. it went in and then he had to pull off of it. Ah! Yeah. ah! <laughs> back hurts. Uh, I jump up in shock and pain and I begin running and screaming in the other room. My mom and the others who worked in the office came out to see me running back and forth from one room to the other with blood pouring out a hole in my back. <laughs> and screaming like live cats being scalped. They ended up. <laughs> this is funny. the worst. They <laughs> just just plug it with the football. You know. Yeah, there you go. 
Done. Done. <laughs> they ended up calling my dad. He worked for the same company who rushed in the office, and he and my mom rushed me to urgent care to get myself stitched up, which was a fun process as well. So now I have a two-inch circular scar in my lower back to remind me to never try to balance on a football again. Hope you enjoyed mm. the story. I did not. And love the show, <laughs> Todd from Fort Worth, Texas. Thank you. <laughs> Dead gummit. I hate hearing about people getting hurt. It's so bad. That's so deep. Oh, two inches. Two inches. <laughs> That's anyway, not- he has more because he doesn't love me. Side note. <laughs> Hey, James, I really love, I love listening to the show and listening to everything you do on the no, in the Nobody's Listening universe, and I'm thankful to be able to hear your journal and hear about your st- struggles with depression. Well, can you hear my struggle right now? <laughs> gonna, this is going to be a GOK This is now. taking all my spoons now. I'm gone. They're gone. They have really opened my eyes to what others may be feeling around me. I pray that God gives you strength and power to overcome and that he gives you an abundance of spoons every day. Well, yeah, (laughs) he did, but they're gone now. Keep on doing what you're doing. We love you. No, you don't. Todd from Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, my goodness, Todd. Thank you, though. That was that was a workout. (laughs) Why does that happen? Why do people have to get hurt and tell us about it? Oh, man. I got one more, and this was a mercy. This is a mercy story because it comes from a kid calling himself Crash Dan, it, and I call oh, it no. Thigh High Guy. He says, I love your show. When I was four, I was biking in my driveway with my cousin. Let's call him Lucas. And okay. let's not. Let's call him Shivalablilov. How about that? That's hard to spell. Shivalablilov. Um, so as I was leaving the carport, I fell off my back. Then Shimlablev ran my leg over and he broke my <coughs> tibia and my fibula oh. in my oh, leg. <laughs> I had a thigh high cast for three months. Hope you like the story from Crash Dan. P.S. And this is what got him. Can you please put it on that story, story, story show so I can hear John cringe? John, would oh. you cringe some more, please? Fibia? I can't. I can't. And the, fibula. The thought of a and, tibia and fibula, both of them being broken because a kid ran over it with his bike. Yes. Oh. Is that satisfying enough for you, Crash Dan? What is it with you listeners? Oh, Do you like I'm hearing us struggle? Oh, we got to sleep after this. Well, you know what? We have to go on with our lives. We have to go out there and hug our kids and our wives. And we have to have these memories, your stories stuck deep in our souls. <laughs> I hope his leg got better. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't tell us anything. It's just, he just wanted to cringe you, dude. That's all he was doing. Bye, high cast for three months, well, sucker. That, that is it. That is it. No more show for you. Come back in one year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a funny story about flipping a bike or a boat? We don't know which one. How about attempting to decapitate a kid with a lightsaber? Do you have a story about hiding alarm clocks or falling off a football? Well, whatever it is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Hey, and if we used your story today, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at That Story Show. I'm sorry, Instagram as well at That Story Show. Review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us at. 
And if you like this show, check out Red School Bus. We're recording again at rsbcast.com or look it up in iTunes. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janusz Strispek, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. Hey, and remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you next week. We appreciate every one of our listeners. We love you. We love you, John. I love you too, James. We love our people. They're the best. Best podcast audience in the world. No No doubt about it. And I'm Michael. Mike. I'm glad Megan didn't die, too. Hello, this is JoJo, the Christian Clown. And I know it's been like 12 years since I've called, but I could not help but let you know that I'm very upset with something that you did in today's episode. I was joining live, like I always do, um, under a secret handle that I will not share with you because it is not important, and I do not want you to know who I am. And it's a secret. But today when you talked about your son speaking in partial tongue, I understand what that is. And I know because I do my homework about the devil stuff. And the devil stuff is the bad stuff and you shouldn't have that stuff in your son's house. So what you should do is teach him to talk in real tongues. And here is an example. What you should do is tell him to say, he untie my bow tie. Okay? So he untie my bow tie. He untie my bow tie. Or you could say, she stole my Honda stuff. She stole my Honda stuff. He untie my bow tie. She stole my Honda stuff. And that will help you to speak in a proper language that God intended all of us to speak in, um, even though none of us understand what it says. All right. So get it straight and get it white. Well, I will quit listening to your show, and furthermore, we'll quit calling in. Peace out, JoJo. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.